Today on the show, we are having a good old-fashioned slumber party with indie pop duo Chris and Jenna on episode 58 of Who Writes This Stuff? You guys, you did it. You downloaded yet another episode of Who Writes This Stuff. My name is Nick Flora, coming to you from Nashville, Tennessee. Thank you for listening. Uh, you guys are the best. Thank you for uh, downloading a thing and listen, listening to it on your, in your spare time. Or maybe you don't have spare time. Maybe you're really busy, but you were like, no, I have to listen to a podcast now, and you just clicked something. Well, I'm glad. Either way. Uh, as many of you are aware, uh, for the past month... Uh, we here at the podcast have been raising funds via the website GoFundMe to upgrade the podcast gear, further its reach to uh, more audience people. I don't know the, the terminology there. Uh, and get some sweet merch printed up for you fine folks who are interested. Well, as of yesterday evening, we are completely funded 100%. So that is amazing. I cannot thank you guys enough, uh, those who pledged, for putting their hard-earned dollars into something that means a lot to me and, uh, and I hope to others as well. Um, and at the very least you felt sorry for me and, and, and didn't want to see me fail. You know what? Either way, I'll take it, uh, because the podcast is going to grow. I've already put in the order for, uh, to upgrade the gear and, uh, and set the ball rolling to get some, some sweet shirts and mugs out to you, you folks who pledged for that specific tier. And then, uh, I'll, I'll hopefully have other ones as well. Have some money to print up some other ones as well for people. If you want to purchase, uh, some swag from the podcast as well. It's super fun. This is a total grassroots operation done from literally my home office. So I, I'm glad that, uh, that other people, you know, have jumped on board to help kind of take it to the next level, uh, as it were specifically, I'd like to thank, uh, those, uh, who pledged Craig Allen being one of them, Daniel Christian, uh, Matt Harmon, Andy Osenga, Brad Russell, Dave Trout, Luke Hobbs, Cinda Pierce, Lynn and Tracy Holloway, Brittany Bush, Rick James, not the singer, well, sort of the singer, but not the one you're thinking of, uh, a great one at that, though, uh, Shane Wingo, Laura Preston, Christopher Stimson, Rachel Helmick, Nick Allen, Emma Chaffee, Kelly Sublett, Stacey Bass, Maddie Douglas, and Chris and Jenna Batiker, all of you guys, thank you so much, this is your shout out for being amazing people, and uh, if I miss anyone, please email me, who writes the stuff podcast at gmail.com or tweet at who writes pod and let me know. I don't want to forget anybody. Um, you guys are incredible and um, sincerely moved and excited to see where this is going to take us. I promise uh, more episodes, more. I, I have a couple uh, tricks up my sleeve of things I want to try out before the year is up. So hopefully more content will be coming your way because that's what we need, right? <laughs> In this age of the Internet, we need more content. That's what I think anyway. Now it's time, a uh, segment of the show where I like to share with you what I learned this week. What I learned this week. What you learned. What I learned this week was actually told to me by one half of this week's guest uh, from, from Chris and Jenna, uh, which sounds weird to say. From Chris and Jenna, uh, the act. Uh, Jenna Batiker uh, taught me uh, a, a couple things. Uh, we did a little, little uh, weekend tour. And, uh, you know, in the car you, you start talking about things and one thing led to another and the internet came up uh, on Jenna's phone and started rolling off these sort of, there's a, a blog that I th I'm sure a lot of you have seen of mind blowing facts about time. Um, and she shared with me uh, and the, I guess the rest of the van as well. Every two minutes we take as many photos every two minutes, folks, we take as many photos as all of humanity took during the 1800s. That's insane. I mean, not that insane because we clearly, it makes sense, but that's, that's in two minutes, we do what they did in a hundred years. That's insane. Um, there's a blog. If you want to look it up, it's on distractify.com. Uh, on the left, there's a, the first photograph that was ever taken in 1826. It's the view from the window of La Grasse by the French inventor, Joseph Nicephore Nipis. I don't know if I'm saying that right at all. And on the right is a cat who accidentally took a picture of itself in 2013, which is kind of the greatest. Uh, it's estimated that in 2014, humans will take 880 billion photos, not including cats. In fact, 10% of all the photos ever taken were taken in the last 12 months. I'm going to say that again. 10% of every picture ever taken was taken in the last year. That's insanity. Uh, and that's what I learned this week. What I learned this week. What you learned. 
I asked you guys to write in and uh, and share with me what you learned this week. And uh, Cheryl Smith was the only one that wrote because she's the best, clearly, and she knows how to follow instructions uh, on Facebook. She wrote, uh, she learned a very personal thing, which I love this, uh, to take a step outside of her comfort zone, or better yet, take a leap. You might fall flat on your face or make a great big splat, or it might go very well. Either way, you, you will have learned something more about yourself, life, and those around you. You'll have a story to tell and an experience to build on. And if you don't take that step or leap, you'll just have sameness. I love this because this is something that I I struggle with and, and deal with all the time is, and I've talked a lot about it on stage, is, is the, the idea that I will present an outcome uh, of something that I'm w- one to attempt. And I'll, I will, for some reason, my brain will, uh, will sort of predict the outcome going negatively. And so I just... I get scared of this outcome that I have made up in my head. It's not real. You know, it's just so much easier to stay where you are and sort of not take the chance than to actually go and do it. I don't care whether it's, you know, talking to somebody or setting up a coffee with a friend that, you know, if you get to know each other better, maybe you get along and you could be a very meaningful relationship or, you know, something even larger with, you know, making a career move or whatever. I don't care what it is. It's so much easier to just stay in that comfort zone in that bubble. And it's the worst. Don't do it, guys. Get out of it. Get out of it. Uh, so thank you, Cheryl, for uh, replying to that question. If you guys want to share with me what you learned this week, and I will in turn share it with the podcast, you can do so. But you can tweet at me at who writes pod. Uh, or who writes this stuff podcast at gmail.com. Uh, email me and let me know. Or on Facebook, you can write on the Facebook wall um, and I will share it on the show. Earlier this month, I had the absolute pleasure of playing a few shows with uh, Maryland indie pop duo Chris and Jenna Batiker, uh, who write, release songs under the moniker Chris and Jenna. Uh, they're super fun, great artists. And uh, I played a show with them earlier this year. And we just were like, this was really fun. We should do more of this. So we went out and played uh, three shows over the course of a, a weekend. And we played in Philadelphia. We played in uh, uh, Baltimore. And we played in uh, in uh, Western, I guess, Western Pennsylvania. But it, it was super fun. And, you know, uh, it, it it's so strange play, going out and playing. You never know who's going to show up. Oftentimes, the crowd is, is small but mighty. Um, I never underestimate the power of a small crowd. Um I'm just stoked that anybody's showing up at all. But, you know, it's hard to sort of convince yourself every day when you're getting up and, and playing just to a few people each night that, like, it's it's worth it. Like, there's a, there's a thing in your head, you know? And a lot of times it's, like, a parent's voice or a teacher's voice or maybe just something you made up that tells you that it's not worth it, you know, because who's paying attention? Probably nobody. And I think it's one of the biggest, and I do it all the time. I'm guilty of this. But it's one of the biggest insults to to the people who do show up and care, even if that number is small, to sort of say, uh, to, to, you know, take a number that's small, say it's like 20, 30, 100, whatever it is, and say in, in a lot that the group of people as, quote, nobody, you know, let's just say, like, well, nobody cares. Like, somebody cares. And, you know, and uh, I don't know, somewhere along the line, you know, we start playing music, a lot of us, because we we love it and we need to get it out of us. And, uh, it's really easy to sort of, as the business side gets along with it, you start booking shows and promoting yourself and blah, 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 comparing yourself to other artists who maybe are further along. It's a lot easier to just sort of be like, you know, well, it's not, it's not worth it if nobody's showing up or if like X and number of people aren't buying my albums or tweeting about me or whatever. And, uh, that's, that's a horrible mindset to get into. I'm personally trying to get in back into the mindset of doing this because I love it. Like, what was it? Why did I start writing songs in my bedroom when I was 15, 16? You know, like I, I did it because I, I genuinely, you know, got joy out of it, but also because, um, it was, it was a large part of me that, uh, if it went away, I wouldn't be me anymore. You know, um, no matter who, who the audience was, the, the bonus, the icing on the cake, if you will, is, uh, that anybody cares at all. One person doesn't matter. Trying to get back to that. So this this weekend that I went out with Chris and Jenna was sort of a lesson in that. We talked about that a little bit. And uh, I, I love them dearly. Great people. Great musicians. And I'm excited to introduce them to a lot of you. Some of you are familiar with them, but I want to introduce you to them. And you know what? Uh, I kind of had this idea since we were stuck in a van with each other for the weekend. And uh, we were, we're staying at the same, you know, we stayed at a bunch of host homes. And it's kind of like we had a slumber party every night. And I was like, you know what? After the last night of tour, we played in Baltimore and uh, we stayed. At, I stayed at their place the last night, and I was like, you know what? We should just have a, a slumber party where we get in our PJs 
And uh, I don't think we ate that bad of food, but uh, we just sit on the floor and we just kind of talk like late into the night. And so we did. We stayed up pretty late and uh, and just had a slumber party and decided to podcast it. So that's exactly what you're about to hear. (laughs) So without further ado, here's episode 58 with Chris and Jenna. Freestyle rap, go! It's here at the slumber party. Everybody's in their PJs. We got our coffee and our teas and our ooh hooray! We got our uh, can't. We rap. are really white. We are really white. <laughs> we Something are really about white. the USA. That's that like was pretty good. The note for every like rapper who can't get past the. I'm him and Lemonzone, and I'm here to say. Yeah. My favorite. My favorite era of rap was the beginning of it because everything was really positive mm-hmm. and it was really like, hey, my name is Big T and I'm what I'm here to say. <laughs> this is like, the message that I got for you. Stay I was in school. And- I was hanging out with my friends. Everybody knows how the story ends. We giving hugs and high fives all day. Along came a guy who said, you want some weed? We said, no, man, we don't smoke <laughs> stuff. His name we was Steve. Need. We play reeds. <laughs> <laughs> and that was before they took out the flute solos. Because you guys know I love my mom. Boo, ba chat, chat. It's like it's incredible. Um, this is the summer party podcast. We're doing it. Summer party. Summer party. Summer party. I'm super excited. We uh, uh, just got done with a little mini tour. For the people who weren't at those shows, <laughs> in which there were many who were not there. Um, I mean, not shame saying. on you all. <laughs> if you're listening to this and you weren't there, shame on you. But if Even you were if you, there, then you're You're, you're the greatest people alive. It was really fun. I am really fascinated with how interesting and different each show was uh, in its own way. Yes. I was honestly like, I feel like each show had its own... It, it was it was interesting and and strange enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was only three shows, but right. To, right. to sort of I can't even remember where the first one was. Where was the it's first one? Grove City. Oh, Grove yeah, that's City, right. Pennsylvania. Beans on Broad. I forgot. I legitimately was like because last night in Philadelphia we played that basement show, yeah. which was like one of the. It was just jam packed with yeah. with fascinatingness. <laughs> Philly, <I> Philly <laughs> erased everywhere. everything in my memory of the previous. It day. did. It was so. I mean, after the end of that, after the end of last night or whatever, this morning, I guess, it just felt like we had been through so much. <laughs> yes. And not even bad stuff. We'd just been through, like, we had done a lot. I don't know. It's just crazy. A lot of simulation. Like, there's a lot to remember and a lot to take in and a lot of people there was a walk that were to remember. also different. There was a walk to remember. Yeah. Mandy um, Moore was there. There was also the a very long engagement. Ooh. And traffic. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Yes. Thanks, Chris. Thanks <laughs> Just thought I'd throw that out there. Thank you for bringing us back to a reference that didn't make any sense to begin with. Oh, a very long engagement? No, I understand it. Oh. It's so. a movie. Yeah. But you're right. Anyway. I was like, uh, who was engaged? No. <laughs> no one we met was engaged. Oh. Audrey Tato? Tato? Is that how you say it? I've never known. T-A-U-T-O-U. She's adorable. Tattoo. She is adorable. I always think of um. Tow tow. Tow tow. What's the Audrey? <laughs> Audrey tow tow. What are the furry things on Tatooine that look like bison? Ta- the tauntauns. Tauntauns. Yeah. I always think of those. Yeah, well, you should. Well, uh, we spent a lot of time. I feel like so many of the things that we hung out and talked about either this morning. We all woke up because we all slept in the same room. There was, there was like if we if two of us stood up and stretched our arms out, we could touch wall to wall. Uh, I feel like it was that small of a room. I would say even smaller than that. You think smaller than that? Like even? two side by side? You mean? Yeah, you think it'd be smaller than that? Because I'm looking you think at one your person arms could do it? 
Not I, one. I think if you had one and a half, maybe. If, I, like, if you had one extra arm. Yeah, no, this this is. Way that's too already big. bigger than the room. Oh, you're right. That is big. bigger than the room. It's like me. Okay, so your arms, and then maybe like me and a little bit of an arm. Visual that's things cool. on an audio podcast. <laughs> if you're listening, Nick has both of his arms out like an albatross. <laughs> Jenna has one hand out like half of a penguin's flipper. Oh my god. That's gosh. the room. Boom. That's what we were doing. So, yeah, it was super okay. small. We got real close, real fast. It was good times. Uh, it was good times. Okay, I'm gonna ask some questions, mm. slumber party style. We are in our pajamas. We're in yes. your. We're in your living room, uh-huh. uh, in uh, Westminster, Maryland. With blankets and sheets. So that's out. The only thing. The only thing that is missing is a bunch of junk food. But we want to yeah. like ourselves in the morning, so yes. we're not going to no. uh, partake in that. But what was? Uh, let's go around the circle. What was everybody's highlight? Of this tour. Your favorite thing. It could be like a conversation you had. It can be a person that you met. It can be, you know, a moment in each show. I want to know. We're going to start with Jenna. Go. Thank you. (laughs) Let's see. Favorite moment. You seem the most together when I asked the question. It's all an action. Did you see the deer in the headlights look on me? I saw the panic. The panic sweat from Chris's brow. You saw me at Starbucks and the pizza place today when I was like having to make a decision. It's like, yeah, you're not people who decide things very well. I felt like you did really well at that pizza place with the with the drink, though. That's because, you know why? Someone stood behind us in line. Yeah. They did, And I yeah. saw her in my sure. peripherals. Like, she's waiting to order her pizza. She was. And, and she left. Yeah. I was like, mm. nope, let's just order it right now. Boom, boom, boom. She was my favorite person because she came in and said, hey, y'all got chicken wings here? And there's a big sign <laughs> that said chicken wings <laughs> with a picture of them in front of her. Yes. Maybe it's like a running joke she does with the... Oh, uh, maybe it's rapport. That's true. Yes. That's true. Like you know by now we have chicken wings. Why do you ask us every time? <laughs> I just like asking. Mm. You still think of Jenna? I'm buying you time here with this. You, you know what? Do no, you want me to answer I, first? If you know yours, I do you know mine. Answer first. Okay, not well, if you're gonna sure. take mine. Mine was hands down my favorite thing about the weekend say. was Trish. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Trish is the we played a house show last night in Philadelphia and there was this amazing family that opened up their house to us and invited all their friends, uh, Brent and Trish. Shout out Brent and Trish. And, uh, and they were both like tatted up and really friendly. They looked like they had been through some stuff though. Like they looked like they had some like life lived and so like both open and very giving. But at one point, both of them looked like they could be like scary. <laughs> like, oh, I'd be scared of that person right. ten if years they ago. They were scared. If they were angry at me, I would be scared. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like tatted up. Like they work out and also. And Trish is the wife, and she's basically just taking care of these two little girls the whole time. Um, like super sweet mom stuff. Mm-hmm. And then it turns out that she is uh, a former wrestler. Uh, like pro wrestler. Like yeah, former wrestler. <laughs> she. Uh, has been on Jerry Springer six times. <laughs> Count them. <laughs> and uh, what, there was other stuff. What else? She she was like naming off all the stuff. She's Chris a, made a good point. What did you say about her? She can freestyle rap. She can freestyle rap. Oh, she rap. freestyle raps. Yeah. And she has a tattoo on the inside of her upper and lower lip. Of her wrestling of name. Of her wrestling name. But what did you say about her? You, you said something interesting about, about her to her face. You were like, you would be the best at what game? Oh, I said she would be the she would win hands down every single game of two truths and a lie. Two truths and a lie, yeah. Oh she could throw out any combination of those things she wants. She could be like, "Hi, my name is Trish. I live in Philadelphia. Um, I'm a former I'm a wrestler, wrestler, and I've been on Jerry, Jerry Springer, Springer six times. Yeah, but they're all true. But they're all true. So she right. could she she could say like or, yeah. and or I fought a whale. Yeah, in the Atlantic Ocean. <laughs> and she's she's. Uh, been slammed, have so many concussions yeah. from wrestling that she has right. short-term memory loss or long-term memory loss because yeah. she doesn't remember things she's done in her life. She'll wake up in the middle of the night and stuff and she was saying, like, I don't think we're telling tales out of school. I don't no. think she would care. I really would wish to do a podcast with her because she was so fascinating. She would be amazing. But she, she did so many, uh, she had so many concussions that she's just, like, finding relics in her drawers and stuff mm. and she's, like, she found these, uh, what was it, a bag of rocks? A bag of rocks. And she was like, I must have, and there was a, there was a, a penny, a flattened penny, uh, from South Dakota, South Dakota. And she was like, Oh, this must be from Mount Rushmore. I guess I went to Mount Rushmore and like ran downstairs and told her husband, like I went to Mount Ru- I remembered I went to Mount Rushmore, like, <laughs> like a thing that you'd forget. Like, right. 
like just because she, you know, it's like like you were saying, like Christopher Nolan, like Memento, like she's like setting all these things out for her to remember later. Right. So nuts. I was so fascinated by her, and she kept throwing out all these things she'd done in her life, and I was just like, "You've got to be kidding!" But it seemed like but, all of it yeah. checked out because other people were coming up and like, "Oh, are you talking about that time that you mm-hmm. blah blah blah?" And I'm like, "What?" Not to mention she memorized the Jerry Springer number and gave it to you right then and there. I have it in my phone. I can call Jerry Springer anytime I want. That's right. Little did she know. Now we have it forever. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was that was definitely the, uh, a highlight for me that I will I will tell the tale of Trish for for years to come. Yeah, Jenna, go. Rocking. Um, okay, so one of my favorite things was also at the Philly show. Of afterwards, started talking to a girl who was my accidental twin for the night like chris was kind of freaked out of like there's a girl here who Who looks looks almost exactly like my wife and then that's a little bizarre but we both had like our long hair with the side ponytail kind of down yeah and our glasses and similar face shape and everything else but um but we got into a really she's also 30 like me and just got into a really cool conversation after the show that was very real very fast about expectations that you have put on you as a 30 year old where society's like okay so when are you going to start having children because seriously Mm. like you need to get with it and it's embarrassing yeah like i mean you know what happens to your body right and like and some of that being like whether you're just not ready or some of it being like hi thanks i've been trying and you have no idea yeah that's so rude oh my gosh but we just it was really cool that you know this person that you've never met and who knows if you'll ever see again but you got to share like this really real moment of like we are on the same page like connection. in life right now yes and yeah isn't that amazing really beautiful i love that about like well, touring and traveling in general but like house shows especially are conducive to those yes. types of like let's get real real fast yeah. conversations mm-hmm. and i've like found different types of people from different walks of life all over this country that i share so many things in common with just because of, you know, like, we might not even have like, a lot of the same interests, but be, just because of our stations in life or whatever, we have so many things in common. I'm just like, man, we really are, like, so different, but so much the same. It's, it's a little nuts. Charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting. I guess that makes you a liar. I guess that means that you're leaving. Totally did. There was a in the bathroom this morning at the at the house in Philly. There was they have a little three year old girl who apparently like was just like took two bites of a nectarine and then put it in the magazine rack next to the toilet. (laughs) And so I went in this morning and I was like half awake and I was like, "There's a nectarine in the magazine rack." And so I I came out and and I told Chris, "Hey, if you're going in there." Uh, notice, just just look around, see if you notice anything out of the ordinary. And he comes back, and he's like, I didn't see anything weird at all, and he's eating the nectarine. <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and he was like, there was a level of like commitment that I didn't know I wanted to go through with this. It was totally I worth it. I stared at the nectarine for a while. Well, should I eat this? <laughs> Is this funny enough? Will he see me when I take the bite? Because oh, if was, he doesn't, it's it was so amazing. Pointless. I mean, the room was one foot by one foot. <laughs> you couldn't, you could not see. But I've it. had like this, like you work so hard to set up a joke, and then like you oh, have that one second when it's like I'm gonna take the bite, and like you would look out the window or something. Like, did you see it? Yeah. I just bit the nectarine. I pretended not to see. It's like when we went to that that store. Was that today? 
Yeah, we went to, did we go that Where did we go? Oh, we did. Before the movie. Gabriel Brothers. Yes, oh. and, and I and I turned around and you were holding a, a sign that said "You're my sunshine." <laughs> and I could tell that you had been holding it for like a minute, <laughs> and because you know, like you can tell when you look at somebody and then they, they you see their arms are still moving, like they had just gotten the sign up right. or whatever the thing up. Like I'm wearing this goofy hat, which I did. Yeah. Um, uh. But I had. But I just turned around and, and Chris was just standing there with this year of my sunshine looking at me lovingly. And I was like, <laughs> you've been standing there for a long time, haven't you? And he was like, yeah, 30 more seconds and I would have put it down. Oh, <laughs> or if, you know, some angry looking Bel Air citizen walked towards me mm. to a shift. So it, like, I'm a hometown I'm just, boy. I'm, I'm from here. It. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's keep going with slumber party questions. Sure. The first one I want to know is uh, what is something that you guys learned this week? Did you learn anything new, Jenna? I like when you go first. I'll tell you mine, which I said on stage. Mm-hmm. Okay. What you guys are thinking. Because I already me, know yeah. these questions. I know, it's true. You have an unfair advantage. It's true. It? I already sort of know what I was going to ask. Um, but mine was that I learned that your grandfather's name was Manly. <laughs> <laughs> Not uh, only was he Manly. His name was Manly. Yes. Manly Layman. Manly Layman. The Reverend Manley. He was a... Re- oh, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> and that's incredible. Yes. <laughs> the Reverend Manley Layman. Yep. That's, that's ins- him. He's I, I love the idea of your great-grandparents looking at a baby and saying, he's Manley. Yes. <laughs> and we're going to spell it with an E-Y. It's not like just the straight-up adjective. Yeah. But, and I, I mean... I guess it's a name. Like I, I sure. need to look up the popularity of it because I, mean, I have no Manny idea. Manny is a name. Manuel. Manny. Manny. What a name. <laughs> hey, Manny. Oh, is Handy Manny? Is Handy that Manny, a show? Yeah, that's Manny's a kid show. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My favorite yes. thing about Handy Manny is that at the beginning of every episode, he walks in because all of his tools are, uh, like, they're alive, and so he walks in. and He can talk to his tools in the toolbox. So he walks in and goes, "Hey, tools." It's oh like gosh. the overseer. Oh, he says, the "Hey, overseer. tools." You guys didn't get it. We side note, yes, the Wing Feather Saga by Andrew Peterson. We were in. There's a guy three. who calls everyone tools in the books. Yes, and because he talks to the kids, they're like, I don't they're know his the living tools, thing, but they're his living oh. tools. Like you don't have a name, you don't have a personality. Like, Andrew, what's your name? Did Andrew no, Peterson you don't have work one. in Handy Manny into? Andrew no, Peterson created Handy Manny, I believe. That would be amazing. What if he secretly did and he's breaking in all this money? That'd be incredible. <laughs> well, my thing that I think that I learned was like, I don't know, like in the van, things would kind of cycle between like, sometimes it would be conversation between all three of us about things, and then sometimes it would kind of shift into like the two of you mm-hmm. in the front seats where I'd be like checking email or responding sure. to things or whatever. And it was cool for me to learn how much you two had in common about, like, musical past and stuff like that, like, growing up. Because we're only, like, a couple years apart. And so just all these things that were coming up of, like, yes, that album, like, changed my life Mm -hmm. and this and that. I'm like, this is so cool that, again, like, these people that have led this life completely separate from you, totally across the country from you. And yet, like, you were going through all these parallel experiences. It was really cool for me to hear It's funny, because, like, you hear me talk about it, and it's probably just like, oh, that's just the way he feels. Yeah. But, like, it was such, like, a a huge shared experience in high school that you lose it when you, I guess, go to college, or you, like, especially even in the worship band, like, I can't talk to anyone about it. Mm. Um, Because they just don't listen to what I listen to. And, like, it's almost like, once I knew you listened to it, it's like, well, of course he'll say this. You're like, oh... Something to write home about was crazy. It's like, yes, wasn't it? Yes. Or it's like, um, yeah. So it's like, I don't have anyone to talk to this stuff about. So like, even just finding like, oh, I listen to Saves a Day. You do? Yeah. That's the coolest thing. So yeah, that was neat. That's what I think I said it the other night at the show, but like, I heard somebody say, and I love this, like the true definition of a, of a, of like a friend is sub, is when you share something from your soul, even if it's something like a band that you love and are, yeah. and they say, me too. Like that's mm. when friendship is born. Yeah. Cause that instant connection, you'll always have that thing you can go back to. Yeah. So yeah, I love that too. Cause I, I only had maybe one or two friends who liked that kind of music too. Anyway. And I got them into it. Like I, I made them mix CDs and stuff. And I was like, oh, thank goodness they like it. I was like nervous because I was like, I need somebody. Right. And it was it was born out of this like I need somebody to talk to this about and geek out and go to the shows with, you yeah. know? Yeah. And, and and then now it's fun because now you get to be nostalgic about it and be like, you know, 
text saves the day lyrics or whatever. Because then you get married and you're like isolated from all your friends who yeah. would have like. It's like, well, I remember liking that band. I wonder if anyone else still likes that band. Yeah, somewhere now it's fun because you can like tweet that. Like I remember I went on like a Spotify tear of just listening to all those old records that yeah. I had listened to them forever. And just like tweeting and like my thoughts about it now, and other people joining in, being like, "Oh no, Dejan Tendu changed my right. life too," you know, and being like, "Oh, like you know, it's just like this love fest." Right. And then some people getting on there who are older than me, being like, "I don't know who any of these yeah. people are." <laughs> what are you talking about? I've never heard of any. You could have just completely made up these bands, like, mm. <laughs> like, oh, I love Night Terrors and uh, the Righteous Three, or uh, yeah, those are bands I made up just now. Um, okay, I'm gonna go to some slumber party questions. Okay, first off, my favorite thing, I don't know why I'm obsessed with this lately, do you guys have any ghost stories? Have you ever seen a ghost? Does it count if I'm just quoting a story from Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark 3? <laughs> it, that doesn't count. No. Have you ever, have you ever like, encountered a house or anything that was like, somebody like, this house is haunted and you saw anything? or Do you believe in that stuff? Jenna, go first. Do I believe I see, in it? I see yes. wheels turning above Dennis' head. I know. I'm trying I'm trying to think. I'm trying to remember it. Like, I don't think... What my brain jumps to automatically are sleepovers yeah. back in elementary school where you're like... Like, someone somehow knows about, like, oh, well, do you know about the Bloody Mary thing where you, like, yeah, turn see. around in the dark three times and look in the mirror and you say Bloody Mary yeah. and you see... Or, like... The levitation thing where you all, like, light as a feather, stiff as a board. And thinking, like, how do these things get passed around? Like, because I learned them when I went to the sleepover at Lauren's house. And we were like, oh, man. And so you're taking part in these things that are, you know, not, nothing's happening. There's no Bloody Mary in the mirror. No one's rising up off the ground. Yeah. But, I don't know. Like, in terms of ghost, quote, unquote, encounters that were fake completely or like with the Ouija board and you're totally yeah. shoving it so that no it's going to the they're all like, look at it they're all like manipulated <laughs> yes yeah. they're all totally just these weird things that like somehow as a kid someone tells you about of like oh well this is a thing and this must yeah. be real um so I've never to my to my like memory right now I don't think I've ever encountered a ghost or anything but I do I don't think I used to believe in those things. Yeah. I was just like, oh, well, that's all made up. But now, I I do. I'm like, oh, no, some of that stuff's legit, and that's really scary. And honestly, it's when it gets into kind of that spiritual realm of things, like, that's what freaks me out more than anything else. Like, if there's a movie with a monster in it, okay. Like, I'm still going to be scared and pee my pants and cry, but it's fine. <laughs> I, I won't have nightmares for, like, five days. Right. But if it's, like paranormal activity i am done and i am like praying yeah. for days because yeah. i can't handle it like it's just too oh man i do remember being again in like elementary school and my favorite shows i remember like this guy interviewing me like asking me questions because they were looking at like placement stuff in school of like well what would be like best for her mm-hmm. and so he's just asking me questions like what are your favorite tv shows and they were Rescue 911. Yes. And Unsolved, Unsolved Mysteries. Yes. Oh my I mean, god. Somebody on on the radio just played the theme song from it, and what? I got chills the other day. Oh. I'm like, yeah. Oh my word. I totally remember. So good. Oh my word. Yeah. And I don't know why, because now I would never, ever watch that show because I, was I would just with it. scare myself to death. But I could handle it better when I was a kid. I want to go back through Unsolved Mysteries and see how many of them they've figured out yes. now. Yes. Have you solved them? Because that's a show that's 20 years old now. Yeah. So a lot of stuff maybe, you know, with the, the, the repopularization of cold case files and all this stuff. I wonder if they've mm. gone back and or if stuff has worked itself out where they figured I'm it out. Sure. I'm so fascinated. I remember a few of them. Yeah. I remember one where there was a kid, like, most of the time I don't think I was, like, well, hold scared, on. This, scared. If, this can't be the ghost story you tell if I can't quote scary stories to tell in the dark. <laughs> oh, I say you can quote scary stories to tell in the dark. I just wanted to know if you guys had any specific ghost stories. She's just uh, talking about how she was interested in Yeah. Because like, if you're going to quote the stories in the show, right. I should be able to quote the Viper from the book. I think you can. But, but, anyway. uh, well, but my thing I'll on the show, it. like, here's the end of my anecdote. I, I just remember, like, a kid standing, like, their little clip that they kept showing of what was going to happen next on the show. Yeah. Was... This kid standing in a room, 
and seeing this like green nebulous thing materializing in the top corner no, of the wall no. and I could visualize it happening in my room and I I don't know that's where I was kind of like I'm done we don't have as much as them we're not so bad and it's a long long way to look down from the top of this a far far way to the ground oh it's a long, long time to get down from the mess we've made with one step at a time. With one step at a time. Okay, this is one I want to know. Uh, first celebrity crush. As Devin a Sawa. Nice. You didn't oh. even have to think about it. No, not at all. That was quick. Little Giants. Is he dead? No. Is that, who am I thinking serious? of that died? I don't know. Jonathan Brandis. I don't even know he who died. that is. Oh, and Brad Renfro died. He's uh, He was around that age. Around uh, that, that era of child actor. Okay. Devin Sawa. Yes. He had I a little, bit, he had a little speech impediment, too. I don't even remember that, remember but that. so did I, so that's probably why. You're like, we'll get along. <laughs> we'll make cute, we'll make cute little lispy kids. Yes, his his blonde bowl cut and the blue eyes. Oh, the bowl cut. Did you have posters up? Um, Was it that big of a crush? Well, I mean, I definitely went through the poster phase, but it wasn't like I only have posters of Devin Sawa. Yeah, it was course. like, oh well, girls right now buy Teen Beat and rip them all out and put them up. So I'll do that. Yeah, sure, um, I'll put them all up. Like here's all the boys, and yeah. they're on my wall now. Devin Sawa. Really well what movies was he in? Casper. He was at the end of Casper. Oh, yeah. Um, was he with Ca- Did Casper turn into a boy? Yes. And he was for a him? little bit at the very end. Yeah. So he was in it for like two Spo- seconds. <laughs> Spoiler but, alert. Oh, yeah. For that 20 year old movie. Yeah, sorry. But that's what happens, and he's beautiful. And, or he was <laughs> to my like 11 year old self. And. And he was in Little Giants. And then, oh man, like the trifecta uh-huh. of. They made this movie called Wild America. Yes. Yes, with Jonathan him Taylor and Thomas. JTT and Scott Bairstow. And the three oh, of them wow. yeah. were like the boys. And it was just like, oh my gosh, my little preteen heart is going to yeah. explode. This is hard. Really? Like, you can name just one mine, of them. Mine were so weird, though. Like, cause when Yours I was, were really weird. When I was five years old. It was I a cartoon, think, wasn't it? It was a yes, it When was. I was five years old, I watched Charlotte's Web. <laughs> and I didn't understand even how, like, attraction or relationships I, I remember that. Yes. I remember and I remember, that, yeah. like, walking out of the living room after the movie was over, and I went up to my mom in the kitchen and said, I'm going to marry Charlotte. That's kind of cute. <laughs> Despite the fact she dies at the end of the movie. <laughs> yeah. So, like, even the timeline. Once again, And then you know she's I, a spider. Right. And she's a spider. Forget that. <laughs> Um, she's a not only is she not human, she's a spider. Not only is she not a real spider, she's a cartoon spider. <laughs> that was my first ideal wife. Nick is on the floor laughing, head, like falling over. In my head, Charlotte was the girl in it. But no, she's the spider. Yeah, no, no she's the spider. The girl. Charlotte's you the spider. couldn't have answered that question any better. Um, I'm my, I love you so much. In retrospect, I'm sure it's because she had like some sort of blue mark on her at some point. It's like blue. You were very oddly blue. attracted to color. Um, so you're revealing so much right now. I think it's probably tied because the next one I was maybe six years old. It was Gadget from Chippendale oh. Rescue Rangers. And I was like, a I'm chipmunk. Also, Gadget. also a cartoon, a cartoon chipmunk, but also still not a human. I don't mean, know why, right? Because of her hair. Her, Maybe her, but her outfit was blue. Oh, but her hair was beautiful. I remember having that same kind of feelings in the Alvin and Chipmunks movie for, like, the girl Chipmunks. Which one, though? Oh, they're, like, the main one. Brittany? Her name is Brittany, yeah. I remember being like, oh, this is supposed to be, like, the cute ones or whatever. I I remember sort of being like, oh, they're kind of cute. Oh, absolutely. I think it's saying, and they were in a hot air balloon? Come on. So, I don't think I had, like, posters or anything, but I guess the first, like, person I can think of would be, like, Amy Jo Johnson or someone. Who's that? Oh, Power Ranger. Pink Ranger? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think mine were from kid shows, too. I think, like, do you remember that show Ghost Rider? Yes! Yes! Oh, my God! Yeah, I, lo- I love that show, and there was a girl on there named Lenny, I think her name was, yeah. or something. Lenny. She was the token white girl, because uh, there was one white girl, one Asian girl, one black girl, and then, yeah. and then boys to match up with all of them. Uh-huh. Uh, but I remember her, and it was... 
it's so weird because I remember having a dream about Ghost Rider and uh-huh. she was in it and I was helping save her or something. And so I woke up and I was like, it was so real to me that I was like, I think I'm in love with with Lenny from ah. Ghost Rider. But I think it was, you know, I think that was mine. I didn't have cable, so all mine were like me PBS either. based. Right. Yes. <laughs> or the rest of mine were Carmen San Diego. Right. I had a crush on Carmen San Diego. There you go. She's so elusive. <laughs> I went on to have crushes on Speed Buggy and Grape Ape. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay, here's a good one. If you won a million dollars in the lottery, what would you do with the money? And here's the thing. Rule out charity. But a million dollars doesn't seem like that much. Let's. That's what I'm thinking. I'm like... I, it would like go anymore. away fast. Not anymore. Like the movie yeah. Blank Check? He yes. bought way more than a million dollars worth of stuff. Oh, yeah. Totally. I think about that movie way more often than I should. Mainly because it's so out of date as how hilarious, yeah, all that money. Mr. McIntosh. So I'll go first okay, since Chris. I have something in my head right away. I didn't know I would have had it, but once you said you can't do charity, that's like the first thing yeah, that came. Yeah, get it My out. theory is, as a kid, I loved stuff like, um, did you remember Discovery Zone? Yes. It's just like these huge jungle gym play, like... Ball complex. pits. Yes, yeah, ball yeah. pits, nets, um, stairs, like things you have to climb through I'm and like jump in. And you cannot find anything like that when mm. you're an adult because it doesn't exist and my theory is that it's not that it's less fun it's just that it doesn't exist size wise like when you're oh, a kid you're yeah. this big and it's this proportion to you yeah in order for it to be the same kind of like this is crazy fun you would need something 10 times the size of yeah. the original one so i would build like a massive like labyrinth of <laughs> just like ball pits and nets and secret doors and like those like foam tubes you have to like push your way through. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, so that it would be big enough that it would still be fun. That'd be me. incredible. It would be so fun. I love that idea. I'm still thinking about you having your crush on the spider. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so like they're fun. getting closer with these trampoline parks now because grown ups can do those, mm-hmm. yeah. but that's only trampoline. Yeah. So we just need to expand and do the tubes and the ball pit and the everything. Plan B. Plan B. If that didn't work out. Okay. I would pay Nickelodeon Studios to recreate the Agro Crag, the or what? Legends of the Hidden Temple. So I, I know what those are, but I didn't watch it ever. They're like game no shows, people. and it's like you spend hours watching them do these like final challenges. It's like yeah. you have to climb the Agro Crag. Yeah, you have to face falling foam boulders, <laughs> and you have to face vicious paid actor temple guards. Yeah, and you're like, this is so exciting, but you never get to do it. And you watch, you know, yeah. I just want to do it. What uh? All right, I have another question. Yeah. What is uh? The most trouble you got into when you were a kid. Like the like the the worst thing you did when you were a kid that you got in trouble. I'll let you go first. <laughs> you know I want to answer this question. <laughs> no, I'll answer. That's fine. Um. So I, I was a teenager, and really when. Well, from approximately oh, the when age you got of 13 <laughs> when to you got 19. Um, yes, when I got in trouble. And I, it was, I, I can't even tell you my logic in this situation. Like, I have no idea You're a teenager. what I was thinking. Logic is out the window You're at this right. point. You're right. So we were in a store that had, like, Tons of clearance stuff, because that's how we roll. Right. And also all the little, like, clearance price tags on things. And somehow in my mind, there were things I wanted, but I wanted them to be as cheap as those things were. And, like, they were all, like, clearance or whatever. Yeah. So I decide that I'm just going to, like, stealthily... Switch the tags? Take, peel off the little clearance Haven't stickers. Haven't we all done that? I've totally done that. So, okay. Well, I'm glad I'm not alone because I, this is like one of my most embarrassing, like, things because it's not embarrassing like, oh, like, oh, what a terrible moment, but like, legit scary yeah. that I, like, was doing this and the security cameras saw all of this. So I, like, we went to the front and my mom and my sisters were with me. And I, like, paid for my items because I can't, like, do anything until you yeah. actually go through with it. So I, like, bought my stuff and I, like, turn and walk and the security guard is right there. Like, come with me, please. Busted. Oh, yeah. I'm like, what? 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 And, like, I get pulled into the back room. My mom and my sisters are all freaked out. Oh, I'm no. freaked out. He's totally playing, like, the bad cop angle. Yeah. Like, you... 
like, agreed not to press charges of stealing, but was like, I have your name. Was it technically stealing? Apparently, yes. (laughs) In my head, it wasn't, but apparently it was, and it's stealing, and because you're taking a thing for not as much as it's supposed to be. So they were like, we have your name, and you may never set foot on, like, any of our store's property again. And Do you know the name of the store? I do. Do you want to say it? I'm not going to say it on this, but I will tell you. Okay. In fact, okay. I maybe even... Does it rhyme with Crapplebee? <laughs> no, it does not rhyme with that. I'm too embarrassed to say it on this, okay, but I'll tell you fine. afterwards. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> and I was grounded, and I like oh, had a boyfriend at the time, and he was like, why can't I see you? I'm like, I can't tell you. So wait, how old like, were you? Like 15, 16? Probably somewhere in there. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah, so not like... 13 like I know I was older yeah enough that I was like horrified and I'm like I'm not telling you why I've never been grounded in my life it's the only time I was ever grounded wow I got grounded all the time I should have been grounded (laughs) but I wasn't whatever right the worst thing I did as a kid I have a couple things that come to mind but the the main one long story short is uh I I got a girlfriend from church camp they they come standing at church camp I I was 16 she was 14 uh, she basically we had talked on the phone for two months after church camp. She had a. I was really, really big. It was my. It was like summer romance to the core. I was super big into like romantic gestures, and I had just seen Jerry Maguire. Uh, these are all very important because, yes. the, and I was like inspired. And I talked to her on the phone one night, and she sort of had this like bipolar moment where she was just like, nobody cares about me. And blah, 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 blah. And I was like, no, I care about you. I love you. All this stuff like that. And she's like, no, nobody does. And and she, I was like, I can prove it. I'll be there when you wait. Like, she she lived four or five hours away. No, it had to be like four hours away because Arkansas isn't that big. Okay. Uh, but she, she was, I was like, I'll, I'll be there when you get out of school tomorrow. And, uh, and she was like, whatever, you will not. And so I homeschooled at this point. So my parents went, went off to, to teach at the, at the college they, they taught at. And like I, I never driven. I wasn't allowed to drive outside of like our our like uh, town anywhere, and so I got in the car and I drove four hours with a map, like with a straight up atlas, and made it all the way to her rinky dink little small town. It was all like backwoods highways, mm-hmm. and uh, and got there. And then when when I got there, this is before cell phones and that stuff. When I got there, basically, the principal was waiting, knew I was coming. My parents had figured it all out. Uh, I left them a note. That's the thing. Oh, okay. I told them where I was, I was like, going. How could they and I was like, out? I have to do this. I'll be back in the morning. Yeah. And they were like, absolutely not. So they, <laughs> they called ahead and said, hey, this guy's coming. He's here. You know, he's my son. He's going to see this girl that he likes. Will you just please tell him to give us a call? And so, like, I showed up, met her after school. She freaked out and was like, like, but kind of in a, now in hindsight, I'm like, in a scary way. <laughs> she was like, freaked out, like, who is this? Why are you here? And then I found, I found, anyway, so my parents uh, were like, come home immediately. You know, all this stuff. But I found out that the reason that girls freaked out was because she had a boyfriend. Oh. Who was 18. She was 14. Mm. And he had a big truck and a shotgun. And he was looking for me. What? Yeah, so... I got in trouble in both ways. Yeah. And I remember driving home and listening to Third Eye Blinds. Uh, they have a song called uh, Motorcycle Drive-By. Yeah. That is almost exactly what I was going through. And there's a line in it like there where he says, uh, uh, I've never felt so alone, but I've never felt so alive. And he screams it. And I was just like, that's me. And then I got home and I was grounded for like a year. <laughs> like I was in so much trouble. And, uh, cause I mean, I never did anything like this ever, but I, I think I was, I was grounded for a month and then I was such a good kid that it got redacted mm. to like two weeks or whatever. But, oh man. Oh my gosh. I feel like we're about to fall asleep. No way. Uh, not at a slumber party. Slumber party, 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 slumber party,
When you go to a party and you wanna stay up all night Oh, you're at a summer party You bring popcorn and you watch the big fight What? I don't know, there's a fight on TV What kind of slumber parties were you going to? UFC slumber parties You're watching pay-per-views? You went to UFC I didn't actually, I needed a rhyme quick Oh, that's fine What movies would you watch at slumber parties growing up? Do you remember anything Aliens The Aliens, yeah Aliens, Billy Madison. I remember watching Terminator 2. My girl. Yeah, well, you're a girl. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, different. <laughs> Deal with that. <laughs> Deal with it. South Park episodes on VHS. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think, okay, I'm going to end with one, a, a really good slumber party question. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of a, a good one of something that I wanted to cover. Because I'm getting Are we sleepy. going to play Mash at our slumber I think party? we watched Lawnmower Man once. Oh, that's a good one. Anything that's a little bit scary that yeah. you know that your parents wouldn't normally let you watch. Isn't it insane that, like, adults would go to sleep and let, like, 13-year-olds just stay up and eat whatever they wanted in the fridge and watch whatever was on cable? That's yep. insane. <laughs> but kind of great. Oh, yeah. It was amazing. It's almost like it was a rite of passage. Yeah. In a way. It's like, you'll have to go through this sooner or later. Yeah. It's true. I remember having a friend that we used to we we used to slumber party at his house all the time. But guys didn't slumber party. We would just sleep over. Right. But he had like every Nintendo game imaginable, and he had the NES, the Super NES, and then what was after that? Sixty four. Sixty four. And it was incredible. Are you gonna read something from your journal? Oh, I oh Jenna's no. brought out a Ninja Turtle notebook. I do because we have to play Mash if we're having a sleepover. Oh my gosh! Is okay, that what's I know the okay. boys probably didn't do that. No, totally played Mash. Did. I'm did sure you can really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh. So I know you have another question. I didn't know whether. You were oh no, ask let's do this. This is way better. Okay, so as we all know, Mash stands for Mansion Apartment, apartment Shack, shack house. house. I didn't know that. Yes. Well, now you know. Yeah, I didn't know how much you would have played MASH. Is that what the TV show MASH stands for, too? (laughs) Yes, definitely. (laughs) Suicide is painless. The whole show is about how they're trying to find out who has a crush on who. I thought they were in the army. (laughs) I've never watched MASH. (laughs) Is that what the Monster MASH is about as well? Wait, are mashed potatoes just about living in a house or a man? Like, every version of MASH. (laughs) That's the quote of the episode. But I remember MASH had periods after each letter. It did. So that's why I thought... It's mobile... What's MASH? I couldn't tell you what it stands for. I've never even thought about it. I'm looking it up. We were a Hogan's Heroes household. (laughs) Mobile Army Surgical Hospital. Look at that. There it is. Also, we watched Stalag 17 a lot. Yeah. All right, you remember how to play MASH? Yeah. Okay. I don't remember remember what all the categories are. Well, I mean, they're flexible. Like... I have some basic categories, but like we'll add some more. Are you so, like the dungeon master in this scenario? <laughs> is that a Dungeons and Dragons reference? Yes, of course it is. I wouldn't understand. It means, these do things. you run the game? Your husband play. had a crush on Charlotte from Charlotte's Web. <laughs> <laughs> of course, yeah, he's gonna ask you if you're the dungeon master. <laughs> person's life okay but so who's we gonna do are we gonna do yours or are we gonna do chris's let's go with chris all right so chris we're gonna do mash of your life so um for i guess the spouse thing's kind of awkward huh that's fine no not at all um, no. <laughs> boom. okay so you there's different ways to play but okay. the way we're playing is that you get to pick two 
And we get to pick one. Oh. So, and so you'll have three possibilities for everything. All right. So who are your two candidates for a spouse? As in, like, I throw out people I want as a spouse in this game. Anybody yes. that's ever existed, anything, okay. in any realm. Yes. Anything. Exactly. Oh, so it can be imaginary, too. Yes. Yes. Especially. No rules yeah. in terms of that stuff. Wow. That, that's going to stall me. Okay. That's a much bigger... Yeah, it can be Princess Leia or... Shut up! Really? Be, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I was, like, ready to spout out the two, like... We often played with real people. Okay. So you can't keep it to real people because we didn't usually go to fictional Yeah, it was usually, like, that. girls in your school or whatever, like, that's what we would do. Yeah. Wow. It could be, like, an actress or something. Sure. Right, I was like, just we would do actors most of the time. Yeah, it'd be like, the Devin two, Sawa! Like, I was gonna throw out yeah. two Obby. Obby. Um... Wow. Fictional characters. No, I would rule those out. Let's not do fictional characters. Yeah. Because I'm going to be sitting here a long time like, well, Psylocke is pretty cool. Uh, okay, but you, also, you know okay. that the end of this game doesn't come true, right? Right, sure. <laughs> so let's... Okay. The stakes aren't that high. For the sake of time... Yes. We'll say Amy Adams. Oh, good choice. You love Amy Adams? I don't love Amy Adams. I love Jenna. Darn right. Oh, good answer. <laughs> yeah, I know, man. Stop it. <laughs> And tramp because we're gonna keep we're gonna keep it. With <laughs> She's so cute though. I don't know. We're gonna keep it all beer. old information, so there's no new weirdness. Um, Bernadette Woods. Wait, what? Yeah. We're gonna keep it old information, so there's no new weirdness. Who do you love now? Who do you have crushes oh, on this now? Is I'm good. saying there's nothing new to say. That's not what That's you said. Not what you that said meant. we're not adding new information. Who do you think is hot now? I this don't have a new, new world. One. I'm this saying so if I had good. another one, I would have switched it. Princess Jasmine. You need to start counseling us right now. I don't think you understood what I said. Oh, I'm saying I I'm not going to sit here and think, who else is hot in Hollywood? All right, then. That's good. We actually know a couple that like, regularly does that. Of let, yeah. Like, that's just weird. I don't want to know. Like, don't tell me these things. I thought it was fun. I'm sorry. Bernadette who? Bernadette Woods. Who's that? I couldn't remember her. <laughs> Bernadette Woods. Tell him, Chris. Is it WJZ? I don't know. It's I a Baltimore <laughs> news station. She's the meteorologist. <laughs> so, and she's old. <laughs> she's not old, and she likes the roots. Yes, old the people don't listen to the roots. Yes, they do, because they're on The Tonight Show. It's true. <laughs> the, oldest, old. the oldest television show on television. <laughs> okay, so Amy Adams and Bernadette Woods are at Nick's, so who do you pick for Chris's third Oh, oh, wait, I, you contribute people. Yeah. Yes, you pick two and we pick one. I see. For okay. you. And it's usually like the sabotage one of like, wouldn't it be so terrible if you were married to this person? I'm going to oh. pick huh, Ursula from The Little Mermaid. Okay. I want him to be married to somebody with tentacles. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. Okay. She was like so that evil. painting that we saw tonight? Exactly. Little oh. Mm. Okay, so Ursula. All right, so the next one I have is Pets. Choose two. Kinds like, of pets. Animals, yes. Yes. Just animals. Yeah. A pterodactyl. Uh, I'll let it slide, because for the sake of everything. Ursula is a potential spouse. Exactly. <laughs> a pterodactyl is a potential <laughs> pet. Fine. But the next one has to be a real pet. A real pet. A real animal that exists today, at least. A cockapo. Jenna's bottom remember? lip just pouted out. They're so cute. I can't remember how to spell it. They smell the like cockapo. honey. They do. Have you heard of the cockapo? No. Mm. When we're done with this. If you're listening to this, we're go look Google up the cockapo. cockapo. It's the pre- most precious bird that exists in the world. They literally smell like honey. Angela. Ew. He just threw a piece of paper at me, everyone. That's gross. Yep. He's not a spider person, nor am I. So you're not a big fan of that scene in Home Alone? When the nope. love that on, scene when he goes on his face when he screams yeah. that's my favorite part of the film what that's okay maybe not my favorite that's but when he does part. that scream it's the best scream, the scream yeah he's like so it. good at screaming Daniel Stern mm. all right so where you live Bali okay another one Volcano Island <laughs> okay is that a real place from Joe versus Volcano maybe oh. I don't know it seems like an epic all right. Nick, nice. where's his third place of where he lives? The island from Lost. Yes. That's a good one, though. But it, no, it's not. It's terrible. There's that one moment of <laughs> no happiness one, on that show. No and one wants to live on the island. Nobody the wants island to live there. Your kids are getting abducted. Lost. You're right. Okay. There's some weird ideas there. Um, your car. A blue car. 
No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, baby. <laughs> Blue card. <laughs> Got it? What is your next choice? A Scion XB. <laughs> Okay. I feel like that should have been before a blue car. I don't know cars. I know either. It can be like anything. Though. Lightning McQueen. Do you want me to shake off blue car? No, I like blue car. Okay. Um, okay, so third option for you is going to be a tricycle. Uh, <laughs> a tricycle is not a car, though. No, but it's funny because it's a different mode of transportation. No, a funny car, a car is Mr. Bean's car. <laughs> that is a funny car. When he, when he straps the, the recliner to the roof. When he takes the steering wheel off and he... Yes. <laughs> All right, your job, what will your occupation be? My occupation is ice cream taste tester. And? Um... General attorney. <laughs> general a, attorney? Like the attorney general? No, just like a general attorney. Like one that doesn't have a specialty. Is that like a title on a business card? Like Chris Batiker, general attorney? I'm generally an attorney for anything. <laughs> like it's a it's a broad scope attorney. And you said it's so confident. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm really trying to get a grip quickly for the sake of the podcast. Okay. Um, Nick, what is his other job? Dog park butt scraper. <laughs> <laughs> I just said words. And <laughs> I just said words. I think I might have a lot to learn about how MASH is played. You're Clearly. learning right now. We've even played MASH once. We've never played. Oh, girls in college, I think, played with That just sums sure. up your marriage. We played it once. We've never played <laughs> it. does, My right? salary. Your salary. How much do you make a year? It all sounds pretty good. Like, $30,000? Like, yeah. <laughs> like the normal. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. What's your next choice? $38,000. <laughs> you you're not going to say $10 million? You're hysterical. 30 and 38. Okay. This is when adults play. Yes. Like, I think, well, like, give or take. It seems like, like I would have health and good health insurance Before or after taxes. Yeah. <laughs> before. Oh, my gosh. Okay. What's, well, the, what's the FICA uh, on that? Oh, my gosh. Well, obviously, your other choice, then, is going to have to be, like, $1,000. That's not a lot. No. I was banking not. on you giving me the high one because I no, was modest. Generally, the people try who to pick screw for you. you sabotage you. Yeah, I see. Yeah. Um, I num- see. I think the spirit person enjoying this the, the least amount is Chris right now. <laughs> <laughs> number of kids. What's your first choice? 20. See, you go right there. What's your next choice? Two. Okay. Nick, how many kids? 69. That's a lot of kids. That's a lot. That's too many kids. Nope, but it's a choice. Well, it depends on who the spouse ends up being. Last chance to add a category. Ursula has eight tentacles. (laughs) So she can hold eight kids easily. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay, last chance for a new category. Anybody? No, that's good. Let's let's figure out. Okay, so tell me when to stop. Oh wait, what? I'm gonna I'm gonna do something, and you have to tell me when to stop. Okay. Are you ready? Yep. Okay, so tell me when to stop. Stop. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Oh, all no. right. Is this how it works? Yes. Yep. So, all right, so we're going to go through. One, two, three, oh, no. four, five, six, seven. You lucked out. You're not marrying Ursula. Oh, bummer. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. You don't get a blue car. One. He's so pissed. <laughs> he just slammed his thighs. This he, was his outburst just, of anger, like kicking the cabinet. He went in the kitchen and kicked the cabinet. 
one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. You're not making $38,000, which was your highball. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Oh, you don't live in a shack either. You're looking oh, out. Oh, when did that happen? Right now. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. You don't live in Bali. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. You're also not a dog park butt scraper. Oh man! One, two. It's like I know three, how to play this four, game. Five, <laughs> six, seven. You don't live in an apartment. Um, oh, I yeah. see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. You live on the island from Lost. Oh, no, You're I'm welcome. not supposed to tell you that, actually. I'm supposed to wait till the end and tell oh. you your future. Well, oh, that's okay. That's okay. One, I won't look. I like three, this. Four, For the podcast sake, this is good. Five, mm-hmm. six, yeah. seven. You're not having 20 kids. One, Well, I'm two, not married to Ursula either, so it's going to work out. Three, four, five, six, seven. You also don't get a pterodactyl for a pet. One, Sorry, two, buddy. three, four, <laughs> this game is five, bogus. Six, Seven. Ooh, your salary is only a thousand dollars. Sorry. Uh, your wife sabotaged you. One, but... two, three, four, five, six, seven. Oh, and your pet is a tarantula. <laughs> One, Enjoy that on two, the island of Lost. Three, four, <laughs> tarantula would be dead. Seven. It would. Oh, you live in a house. Not bad. One, two. Oh, so you live with Dharma Village? You live in the other ten. Jacob's house. Ooh, that's seven. You have sixty-nine children. I think sixty-nine candidates. You mean? (laughs) I think if you lived in a shack, it would be Jacob's house. Jacob's house. So you live with like you're in a book club. Seven. Oh, you're married to Bernadette Woods, that hussy. I was really banking on Amy Adams on account of I make a thousand dollars a year. (laughs) Yeah, she makes way more. Hey, you know what? Meteorologists make pretty good money. Five, six, Plus, she seven. can predict the weather on the island. This is turning out pretty good for you. This is One, two, maybe going to win. Four, five, six, seven. Okay, so here's your future. Are you ready? Ready. You live in a house. You're married to Bernadette Woods. The meteorologist. The meteorologist. <laughs> From Maryland. You are. You own a tarantula for a pet. You live on the island from Lost yeah, in your house. Yeah, you're welcome. Your car is a tricycle. To get around. <laughs> that yes. island, that's not going to be... No, not good harrowing at all. At all. Um, you are a general attorney. Yes! Generally, you're an attorney for anything. You make $1,000 a year, and you have 69 kids. I mean, you really don't need much money on the Island of Lost. It's no. true. You can kind of get away with the Dharma canned goods. Plus, the kids have a lot of room to run around. Yes. So, but... that's your future, according to MASH. Wow. And now you know. <laughs> Thank you guys for coming on the podcast. It was a really fun summer party. This now, has been a great summer party. Now we got to go to sleep. So first one goes to sleep, gets their, their hand dipped in water. I have a crazy oh. idea. What? What if we let the podcast play during the slumber portion and did it like a, um, like a listening a 24 hour. Oh my like, gosh. And then we could listen back through it. To we see would definitely find out. Up. Oh my. Don't shut up. You shut up right now. <laughs> <laughs> Except like you'd be asleep and I'd like wander into the room. This is a ghost. <laughs> I'm totally a ghost. Totally a ghost. Are you freaked out right now? I am very out, freaked Nick? out. And then you like listen to it. Like he's trying to freak me out. No, I would just like select all and edit it out and delete yeah. it. <laughs> I'd be like, I'm not doing that. Oh my gosh. Thanks, Chris and Jenna. This Thanks is, for having us. This was an awesome tour. Yeah. Yay! Slumber party. party. Slumber party. Slumber party. Verse two. When you're going to a party. You're staying up all night. I put myself into that fight rhyme again. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening to our slumber party episode. If you'd like to check out Chris and Jenna live, visit chrisandjennamusic.com for tour dates and info. Follow them on Twitter at Chris underscore and underscore Jenna and grab their album Waiting to Begin on iTunes today. Well, that does it for episode 58. So for that and who writes this stuff, I'm Nick Flora. Go do something creative.